Hello and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor SF Walker. I am here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. And today we look at Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype by Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. A wolf mother kills one of her mortally injured pups. This teaches a hard compassion and the necessity of allowing death to come to the dying. There was a time when parents who abused their children were simply called strict. When the spiritual lacerations of profoundly exploited women were referred to as nervous breakdowns. When girls and women who were tightly girdled, tightly reined and tightly muzzled were called nice. And those other females who managed to slip the collar for a moment or two of life were branded bad. Feeling extraordinarily dried, fatigued, frail, depressed, confused, gazed, muzzled, unaroused, feeling frightened, weak, without inspiration, without animation, without soulfulness, without meaning, shame-bearing, chronically fuming, volatile, stuck, uncreative, compressed, crazed, feeling powerless, chronically doubtful, shaky, blocked, unable to follow through, giving one's creative life over to others. Life-sapping choices and mates, work or friendships, suffering to live outside one's own cycles, overprotective of self, inert, uncertain, doubtful, inability to pace oneself or self-limits, to fear, to venture by oneself, or to reveal oneself, fear to seek a mentor, a mother, a father, fear to set one's imperfect work before it is an opus, fear to set out on a journey, fear of caring for another or others, fear one will run out, run on, run down, cringing before authority, loss of energy before creative projects, wincing, humiliation, angst, numbness, anxiety. Not insistent on one's own tempo to be self-conscious, to be away from one's God, to be separated from one's revivification, gone far into domesticity, intellectualism, work or inertia, because that is the safest place for one who has lost their instincts. Afraid to bite back when there's nothing else left to do, afraid to tie the new, fear to stand up, afraid to speak up, speak against, sick stomach butterflies or sour stomach, cut in the middle, sandwiched, becoming conciliatory or nice, too easily, revenge, afraid to stop, afraid to act, repeatedly continuing and counting to three, but not beginning, superiority complex, ambivalence, and yet otherwise fully capable and fully functioning. These severances are a disease 
not of an era or a century, but an epidemic. Anywhere and anytime women are captured, anytime the wildish nature has become entrapped. A healthy woman is much like a wolf, robust, chock-full, strong, ripe force, life-giving, territorially aware, inventive, loyal, rowing. Undeveloped but provocatively cruel elements of the psyche, they are shadow elements, meaning aspects of oneself which are considered by the ego to be undesirable or not useful and are therefore relegated to the dark. On one hand, shadow material can be quite positive, for often a woman's gift are pushed into the dark, hidden there, and waiting to be discovered. On the other hand, negative shadow materials, which visibly kills off or detains all new life, can also be turned to one's use. When it erupts, it can be finally identified as aspects and sources we are made all that much stronger and wiser. When we assert intuition, we are like the starry night, we gaze at the world through a thousand eyes. I work is to show we have been breathed upon, to show it, to give it out, to sing it out, to live out in the topside world what we have received through our sudden knowings, from body, from dreams, and journeys of all sorts. All creatures must learn that there are predators. Without this knowing, a woman will be unable to negotiate safely within her own forest without being devoured. To understand the predator is to become a mature animal who's not vulnerable out of naivety, inexperience, or foolishness. To be ourselves causes us to be exiled by many others, and yet to comply with what others want causes us to be exiled from ourselves. It is a tormenting tension, and it must be borne, but the choice is clear. Ignorance is not knowing anything and being attracted to the good. Innocence is knowing everything and still being attracted to the good. There's an important study that gives insight into women's loss of self-protective instinct. In the early 1960s, scientists conducted animal experiments to determine something about the flight instinct in humans. In one experiment, they wired half of a bottom of a large cage so that a dog placed in the cage would receive a shock each time it set foot on that side. The dog quickly learned to stay on the other side of the cage. Next, the other side of the cage was wired for the same purpose and the other side was safe from shocks. The dog reoriented quickly and learned to stay on the other side of the cage where there was no shocks. Then the entire floor of the cage was wired to give random shocks so that no matter where the dog laid or stood, it would eventually receive a shock. The dog acted confused at first, and then it panicked. Finally, the dog gave up and laid down, taking the shocks as they came, no longer trying to escape them or outsmart them. The experiment was not over. The next thing, the cage door was open, 
The scientists expected the dog to rush out, but it did not flee. Even though it could vacate the cage at will, the dog laid there, being randomly shocked. From this, scientists speculated that when a creature is exposed to violence, it will tend to adopt to that disturbance, so that when the violence ceases or the creature is allowed its freedom, the healthy instinct to flee is hugely diminished and the creature stays put instead. It is this normalization of violence and what scientists subsequently turned learned helplessness that influences women to not only stay with the drunken mate, abusive employers and groups that exploit and harass them, but causes them to feel unable to rise up to support the things they believe in. With all their hearts, their art, their loves, their lifestyles, their politics, the normalization of the abnormal, even when there's clear evidence that it is to one's own determinant, to do so applies to all battering of the physical, emotional, creative, spiritual, and instinctive nature. Women face this issue anytime they're stunned into doing anything less than defending their soul lives from invasive projections, cultural, psychic, or otherwise. Physically, we become used to the shocks aimed at our wild natures. So the return to the wild and free psyche must be made with boldness, but also with consideration. In psychoanalysis, we're fond of saying that to be trained as a healer or a helper, it is important to learn what not to do, as it is to learn what to do. So to the return to the wild from captivity carries the same caveats. The opportunity to observe others who have instincts well intact is essential to retrieval. Eventually, the listening, looking and acting is an integral manner. It becomes a pattern with a rhythm to it, one you practice until it's learned and becomes automatic again. If you are striving to do something you value, it is important to surround yourself with people who unequivocally support your work. It is both a trap and a poison to have so-called friends who have the same injuries but no real desire to heal them. These kinds of friends encourage you to act outrageously outside of your natural cycles, out of sync with your own soul needs. To create, one must be able to respond. Creativity is the ability to respond to all that goes around us. To choose from the hundreds of possibilities of thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions that arise within us, to put these together in a unique response, expression, or a message that carries moment, passion, and meaning. In this sense, loss of our creative milieu means finding ourselves limited to only one choice. Suppressing or censoring feelings and thoughts, not acting, not saying, not doing or being. To take a breath causes one to feel one's emotions. When we wish not to feel, we hold our breath instead. In laughter, we breathe fully and when we do, we may begin to feel unsanctioned feelings. 
please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning. Thank you. Love and respect.